What's going on, y'all? Gazerine 2K sitting here next, well, not sitting here, but uh, virtually sitting here next to Steuben. Uh, Stuby, how you doing, man? It's a weird day. It's a Thursday. Pokemon Go just came, released, just came out. Um, we're doing the podcast on a Thursday. How do you feel, though? I feel fine. Off work. Uh, Thursdays are my nice day off. Uh, so, you know, I actually played some video games today. and uh, I seen you just, were playing just, a fanti, Fantasy Yeah, fan, I was fan, playing some Fantasy Star and some Destiny today. I don't get to do it yeah, too often. So. Normally on Thursdays, though, you head out to uh, your locals, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Thursday evenings we go to the locals and stream. But a uh, special occasion uh, and should just be a fun time in general. Right, 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 right. Um, I, I need to catch up with you, man. We got to talk about your uh, this past weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my O three drop. Uh, yeah, that's no, it's fine. I, I talked about it on the YouTube channel. If you want the uh, the garbage list I played, I played better at Milwaukee, uh, losing the win and in with the almost the exact same deck. I changed two cards, and those two cards didn't factor into the the loss. Yeah, it had to be the two cards, man. No, at round two I hit uh, a Decidueye Mil uh, Decidueye Mil Tank, and like I just have hmm. one out. Uh, so. He hits me for Moltres uh, or what? Uh, yeah, a single Moltres can't carry <laughs> that game. So yeah, it just uh, was whatever. Uh, round one, I played someone from uh, Denmark, and it, we went to game three, and it was really close. Uh, and then round three, I just uh, my head wasn't on it at that point in time, and I'm like, all right, I'm out. Uh, I'm just gonna get some food and chill out. And Emily and I both went O three drop. So what'd oh, you do? Man. What did you do? I know you didn't, you know, play in any nice tournaments or anything, but. Oh no, there's actually a winner box here, local. Okay, one. okay, okay. And I, I told you how average I am, you know, at this Pokemon game. Yeah. Like I, I'm willing to go to a regional now and just, you know, finish, you know, middle of the pack and be proud of myself. Okay. But okay, winner box. Not a lot of people came out because you know a lot of people are going, they're traveling, whatever it is. So it's only 14 mm -hmm. of us. Um, you want to guess where I finished? 14th. No, I said I'm average. Oh, seven. Sorry. No, no, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit above that now. Okay. Uh, eight. A little bit above that. Well, technically, eight is higher than seven. You, I'm, I'm in the, I in the sequence six. of okay. All right. <laughs> I finished six. I went two one one. Okay. I am so average. Well, I, I got to get better at Pokemon. I got to get better. I wish we had like someone who's like a really accomplished player from like you know from like even like maybe the last four five six years. You know, maybe part of like a large, you know, squad who shuffles cards or something like that. Okay. Did yeah. really well in this last tournament. I wish we had someone who could teach me, man. You mean like uh, Calvin Connor, who happens to be here with us today? Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, him. Cal, what's going on, man? Yeah, what's good? Sometimes gays are. I Nothing swear, nice. like I've just been chilling. Yeah, oh, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. Go for it. I honestly, Gazer, I feel like this is like an episode of like a Nick Jr. show sometimes with you, like with the guest introductions every week. Where's it's like, Cal? it's like, oh my, is that a clue? <laughs> Have you seen Calvin Connor? <laughs> Come on, it's a good segue, man. I'm good at segues. Come on. I mean, you're getting there. You're getting there. You're learning. You're learning. But yeah, uh, we're joined by Calvin Connor. We're just going to call you Cal. Uh, that's what everybody calls you, anyways. Uh, you are a very accomplished player. You've got your world's invite. This year, you've done one heck of a run. You topped, uh, not topped, but day two'd, uh, what, three regionals and NAIC. Um, so, you've been really killing the game this season, man. I've been feeling very good about it because I've had to go on a run because I didn't play too much post-COVID because I started playing, like, online again with, like, the Limitless TCG stuff and, like, playing online and, like, the, uh, 
the Zach tournaments and then the um, Chill TCG tournaments. Okay. Because I used awesome. to play back in like, I used to play like in the like fit 2015 2016 and then i quit and like cold turkey like all together for like a while and then i came back in like 2019 and played one regional and then that was it really okay so basically like the lockdown era really propelled you to want to like step it up and get in there yeah i seen okay. a lot of people playing like tcg online and like on the limitless page and then i said oh that looks cool i used to play and then i started playing again and then i fell back in love with the game okay a little bit of a, um, i just want to throw in that he sounds. also played in the gaze of eternity of dreams just like so i could throw that in there and the crowd goes wild gazer <laughs> I'm proud of my tournament. But no, Cal, man, uh, I've been knowing you for a while, man. I didn't know you were this accomplished of a player, man. Um, how many of uh, you've been semifinalists and how many different things and top eights and top fours? And uh, I think you won one back when? In 2013, I won U.S. Nationals. And then um, in 2014, I got third at Worlds. Okay. And then 2015, I got top eight at Worlds. And then... 16 i believe i got top eight at worlds again wow uh, all uh all seniors yeah yeah okay okay now he's a big boy he's a big there boy now yeah <laughs> that's awesome though like uh i dig it i know uh, a lot of peeps uh sometimes when they switch divisions they either do what you did and keep it going or just lose steam altogether uh so i'm glad to see yeah. you uh keep it together and uh still raffle stomp people i mean mm -hmm. i guess if, if in a way it seems like uh, that whole lockdown COVID period you know helped reignite your love for the game and uh the fact that everything was online it helped you uh kind of get back into the swing of things right yeah it gave me easy access to start like playing and getting back into the formats and stuff for sure yeah, yeah i was like mostly in school so okay. like i had like I started college, so I had a lot of free time because, like, we pivoted, like, from the uh, in-course, like, in-person courses to more online. So, like, I was just in the house most of the day anyways during COVID. So then I seen people playing on the Limitless, like, page and stuff, and I saw, thought I'd give it a try, and then I fell back in love with it. Yeah, it seemed to be, like, how a lot of people uh, got involved uh, as of recently, too. Limitless mm -hmm. really, uh, I think, saved the game. During all the lockdowns and quarantines, out the Robin Schultz, man. Yeah, the yeah that whole team uh, that put all that time into the uh, into both into both websites and their team themselves. Like honestly, I don't I don't think the massive attendance of the regionals and NAIC and everything would be the way it is now if it wasn't for Limitless. Yeah, for sure. I know yeah, people, either sparks people or it kept people you know yeah. going you know so yeah one it it helped. And <laughs> I, I mean like. So uh gaze and i we both when we ran our online tournaments we did switch to limitless but we both started on like challenge and mm -hmm. and uh battle fire or whatever and you know eventually limitless just made it so much easier for everybody to get in and like awesome. almost every creator at one point in time had a tournament and now so many do and people that don't even like create content make uh tournaments and it's just like a really good community uh involvement in general I mean, exactly. if you look at some of the tournaments on Limitless, not even just all Pokemon tournaments nowadays. Yeah, there's Digimon on there now, too, which is super mm -hmm. awesome to see. And, I mean, yeah. that's all grassroots and webcam-based, but even, too, with, like, the Digimon growth in general, uh, like, Arcanine uses their, uh, use, provides their services to Digimon now, too. So, 
It's uh, it's crazy. I mean, I I totally got some some bling green cards yesterday, but that's a different story. <laughs> Speaking of cards, I picked up uh, some Pokemon Go cards today. I went to Target. I was like, I wonder if they had them, and there they were. So I got an ETB and I got two uh, Executor. Okay. Um, boxes to open up later on, probably tomorrow. There you um, go. If anyone's listening to this recording right now, Steuben, you are doing a giveaway right after this recording, aren't you? Technically, if you're watching this live on Twitch, uh, you can type exclamation Pokemon Go to be entered to win a code that's worth 50 packs uh, in PTCGO or PTCGL, courtesy of TPCI. Uh, so after the podcast recording, we're just going to switch the stream into an actual stream and then uh, crack open 100 packs and uh, build some decks and uh, give away... Uh, 50 to 1 lucky individual. If you're watching this later Earlier. on YouTube or listening on Spotify or whatever like that, hey, uh, follow us on Twitch and you could be a part of stuff like this. Yep, make sure you check out uh, Subin on Twitch and uh, his Twitter account and everything, all that good stuff. Check out Cal Connor, he'll have this stuff uh, later on at the end of the stream. Um, we were talking about Spongebob earlier in the meme where, you know, everyone's part of the Shuffle Squad. Shout out to the Shuffle Squad too. Cal's part of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the Spongebob meme, you know, you're Squidward, I'm Squidward, he's Squidward. Um, You're, I'm, I'm, I'm the, have you seen the Spongebob meme where Squidward's like looking outside the window and Patrick and Spongebob are running around having a good time? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, I've seen that. I know where you're that's going. That's me right this. now. You think I know, okay, that's me right now looking at everyone else <laughs> with all these free products and all these free codes. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's cool. I'm happy for you guys, but okay, what about Gazer? So, not super <laughs> real, man. I'm, I'm so happy, man. This is the second time TPCI has reached out to you like this, man. Congratulations on that. Thanks. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, uh, it's been uh, a lot of work at the, uh, behind the scenes and everything else, too, though, so. Before we move on to the six prize turn, though, Stephen, I want to know if I can interest you in um, some of these building battles right here. I know Pokemon Go just came out, but look, I have a whole box. If you guys can uh, take a look, this is a whole that, box of building battles. That box is empty. It's not. There's there's actually one in there. There's one. Is that shrink wrap on it, or are you... Did you, it it's, it's... Did you go to the grocery store and ask the guy at the produce department to reseal it for you? I'll just put that away then. Yeah, all right. On to the sixth prize turn. Uh, how this is going to work is we're going to ask you six random off the top of our head questions. Just blurt out the first and fastest answer you can come up with. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start. Uh, what's your favorite drink? I like Arizona tea. Okay. Classic. I'm mad at that. Okay. Um, oh, these questions may or may not be Pokemon related, by the way. So the Arizona tea, oh, I yeah, threw you off a little fine. bit. Like, wait, that's not a Pokemon. <laughs> That's not Sinistee, but no, um, a question. What card, what trainer card would you bring back from the uh, XY era, if you could? XY. Mm. I was a big fan of Archie's Ace in the Hole and Maxie's Hidden Ball Trick, but they're very similar to Rapid Strike Mustard and uh, Single Strike Mustard, but like more broad. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Uh, color of sleeves and brand that you're currently using on your main deck for playing IRL. I use Ultra Pros usually, but I usually use pink ones. But sometimes I like. Usually they're just different color of pink ones. Like if they're dark pink, like light okay. pink. I like using the pink ones though. Okay. If you didn't play uh, the deck you played at NAIC, what would you have played? Palkia. Safe. Yeah, that's the, that's Arceus the, or Palkia. That's, that's, the, Arceus that's or Palkia. the safe answer. Yeah. 
I guess you uh, sprinkle a little meal. Sprinkle a little meal in there. Hot car out of the Pokemon Go set that you think people are underrating. I I like Venusaur. I think Venusaur is a lot better well, than people give it like credit for. Okay. Wait a minute. All right, Gazer, ask another question. We'll talk about it after you ask the last question. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, last question. I only had two. Oh, man. I have to come up with one on the fly? Mm-hmm. Um, favorite cookie? I like sugar cookies. Yeah, you're not wrong. Those are good, too. Those are good. All right. Yeah. Uh, when you say Arizona, like you just are you talking like green tea, half and half, uh, or just all of them? I like mango. Oh yeah, dude, that mucho mango oh. is so good. I like mango. mango. You gotta, you gotta go half and half. What are you guys doing? Uh, I mean, I like half, half and half, half too. Yeah. I like, I like them all, but like th- that mango though, it's so sweet, it's so good. Mm-hmm. All right, Gazer, ask away about Venusaur. I know you want to. Venusaur? So you're saying out of all the radiance we can choose from, Venusaur is your choice? I- I think Venusaur is underrated. I like Blastoise a lot too, though. Blastoise, I think, has a lot of potential, especially with like Rapid Strike and like decks that can manipulate ja- like damage and yoga, uh, yoga loop. But like, I think Venusaur can be abused in decks that like discard their entire hand and then like don't worry about being punished about it. It's only four cards. Yeah, but like, say you discard your entire hand and you use it like. Discard your entire hand just to like set up plays and stuff, and then you just draw forth end of your turn even after attacking. I could have concealed cards. I can do more damage than V Maxes. I can hit so, someone for two hundred fifty damage with a Charizard. I could put two damage counters on a Pokemon. But instead, you say, you know what? I'm gonna draw four cards, maybe. Perhaps <laughs> if I still if I get enough cards out of my hand, I'll draw four. That's your choice, Cal. Yeah, I like Venusaur. I think Charizard's pretty good too. <laughs> I think Blastoise will probably be the best Radiant out of it, but I think Venusaur is a sleeper. Subin, any love for uh, Radiant Eevee? Uh, I think it's the, actually the worst Radiant, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like like, like Heatran's even better. Because uh, he, Heatran can just become a big threat uh, with Magma Basin and everything else yeah. at the time. If you don't check it, 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 it I think I think when we get Gardevoir, I think that's probably the best one in a vacuum. <laughs> Gardevoir. Is that the one that protects, uh, what, 20 less damage? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, the damage reduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, in a, I think in a vacuum, uh, Radiant Gardevoir becomes the best one. I'm still going to go with uh, Greninja, probably. I Greninja's mean, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Greninja's solid, and being able to abuse it and reuse it with, like, Scoop Up Net and whatnot, that's that's pretty cracked. Mm-hmm. I think Blastoise has a lot of potential with Yoga Loop and, yeah. like, being able to just bucket and just off. Like automatically just put damage and place it whenever you want, and then yoga loop rapid flows. I think it's going to be pretty good. Oh yeah, like if your opponent just is like, all right, crap, I started a sobble. I have no other Pokemon, and you're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you mm-hmm. just you're just gonna have a good time because I mean you could easily just abuse that between like scoop up net and uh, I mean yeah, those poor sobbles. Yeah, those poor sobbles stand no chance nowadays, huh? <laughs> People are gonna yeah, be putting I'll... big charm on their sobble turn one. <laughs> <laughs> My sobble. <laughs> Have you guys been hearing about the? Uh, you know, there's a, a Lolan Radicate coming out. The first Lolan Pokemon in like four years, three years, whatever it is. There's a Lolan Radicate coming out. Basically, it has a was it Hyper Fang? Was yeah, it Super Fang. Yeah, Hyper Fang, Super Fang. Same thing as the uh, the old uh, colorless one from like what Boundaries Crossed yeah. or whatever. Put damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon so they have 10 HP left, right? Um, you use that, and then you Yoga Loop the next turn, 
and then you get to do it all over again with eradicate and just you you know basically your opponent takes one turn you take two they take one you take two how does mm -hmm. the, how does the timing on that work because couldn't you just play like rocky helmet i'd have to i'd have to see it and read it for sure yeah i think it Did matters you... about the wording and how yeah, it, uh... I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look i'm gonna look that up the specifics um, matter what cards like that. Like uh, a cool fact is like if you yoga loop and you got knocked out the turn before, you can also Raihan on the same turn. Yeah. Oh, you can. Yep. Mm -hmm. I had no wow. <laughs> yeah, this eradicate with a uh, yoga loop could be yeah, because it, it, spe it specifies oh, like with Raihan like your opponent's last turn. So even though oh, you even sense. though you skipped a turn. Their technical last yeah, turn. Yeah, your opponent's last yeah, turn. So yeah. that makes. Oh wow. Or Bruh. same thing with Dialga, I think. A judge ruled that wrong. I think at NAIC, from mm. my understanding. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. I hope they get some clarification on that. Yeah, that would suck if they lost the game because of that too. <laughs> that would be. That's awful. like a deck that um LDF's going to break open sometime, right? LDF, yeah. Yeah, I think so, so he'll break open. Unless I do it first. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Super Fang just has put damage counters on your opponent's active Pokemon until its HP remaining is 10. So, like, if you really wanted to, if that was the only Pokemon you had him play, like, they couldn't boss around it, you actually could just put Rocky Helmet on. If they even touch you to try and KO you, they're just going down. So you have to attack them first or whatever, but still. Uh, that's that's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't think Mewtwo V-Star is that terrible either. I, I think it's, it's I, I think it's definitely slept on. Uh, I think it's, as soon as somebody figures out and cracks it... Um, mm -hmm. I was so excited until I realized it was only Psychic Energy. And I was like, oh man. That's fine. Soul, mm -hmm. Soul Rock Lunatone uh, seems insane uh, on their own as single prizers. Uh, so, I mean, you could just use that as the engine for the energy cards. Like, you can use Greninja That's to discard true. the Psychic Energy... And then Soul Rock puts it back in play on the Lunatone, and then worst case scenario, you can use Energy Switch to move it to the Mewtwo or like Raihan if you have to, since it's a two attachment attack. Like experience, yeah. experience share even seems stupidly good in that sort of situation if you have to like play one of them. Uh, Pokey Stop Turbo out your item cards, like. I think Pokey Stop would be good with Dialga. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dialga. All that. All that. All those Turbo Mew uh, shoe engines. Yeah. I think Pokestop yeah. makes the most sense in any of those decks. Pokestop discard three and then put all items in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. So if I just get nothing but shoes or nothing but guts and pickaxes, or you get saucers, if you get like energies, you just dump it anyway. Yeah, mm -hmm. that seems pretty solid. I think it's a definitely slept on uh, stadium card. A lot of people are like, oh no, this is gonna be bad. Don't do it. But I mean, like, if you look at all these decks that have just popped up recently, there's just been so many item cards compared to normal, so. Yeah, especially those turbo builds. When you oh, have yeah. uh, Greninja, you have Mew, you can uh, just dig as, you know, dig, dig, dig as deep as you want to nowadays. Oh, yeah, out. yep. I dig it. All right, we've, we've, we've rambled enough about Pokemon Go for a hot minute. So, I think we're kind of excited about it. I mean, it just it just came yeah, out like, it, like three hours ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It. I'm excited to open these hundred packs. Uh, pretty soon. I want to open up these boxes. It's pretty soon, man. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting that they're legal for worlds to the Pokemon Go set, and they're not like moving the sets now. Yeah, I. That that is definitely something interesting. It's like we normally have a full on set right before worlds. Yeah. Um, 
And I mean, I guess it makes sense because like Astral came out and then it had one regional and then NAIC for legality. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. How yeah, with this, just said, here's down. a mini set. Here's a mini set, and the new set will come out after Worlds. I'm like, oh, they pushed yep. it back. <laughs> I mean, and like we we called last episode, rotation uh, got moved over, and mm-hmm. uh, so I mean that's also cool. I think I finally saw the trainer's toolkit contents too, because I've been curious about that for the past few weeks. I'm not very. It's Luminion, isn't it? Yeah, it's Luminion, but the rest of it I'm not very impressed by. Like, there's uh, you know, Quick Ball and and. And research yeah. and incense and Marnie, but they, they they decided to put things that are like very very specific in there. They they put two. Tell, tell me, tell they me put, something. They put two, uh, no, they put two uh, fusion strike energy, two cross switchers, oh. two cross receivers. Yeah. Oh, like oh, those those are really specific to like the, either the turbo decks or the fusion strike deck. And like even then, like I don't think I've ever seen anybody play cross receiver in anything. Yeah, I haven't seen that card. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I haven't seen a single placement, even on an online event, where anyone played uh, cross receiver, and it just makes no sense. Like, yeah, you get your Marnie and you get your boss and and your quick ball and your incense. They didn't put scoop up net in it either, which is a shocker. What? There's no scoop up mm-hmm. nets. Um, I'm actually kind of upset with the uh, the contents they've decided to uh, choose that for. Yeah. So we're better off just getting a toolkit that has a Crobat in it then, right? Just getting a second one of that. I mean, Luminion's good. It's -hmm. it's proven itself more as of recently compared to when it first dropped. But it's not it's not worth a thirty dollar MSRP box that has four booster packs, two Luminion, and a a brick of bulk at this point. Yeah, and the bulk all goes for like five cent or something, like around that range. Yeah, and I mean, like you can't even sell bulk anymore for what you used to be able to sell it for. Uh, mm-hmm. That 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 whole market is completely crashed. So it's yeah. Just... I was gonna tell my wife to buy the uh, training suitcase when it came out. I said, "Hey, it's gonna have a lot of stuff you need, like you know, air balloons and scoop up nets and." Oh yeah, know. there's air balloon. There's air balloon, but I mean, like. No, 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 no scoop up nets. Oh, nets? Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. and net, I think, is one of the things. That, like, uh, net, incense, Marnie, uh, from working in the card shop, like, those are Air some balloon. of the ones that, like, we, yeah, Air Balloon as well, that, like, we've needed in stock that, like, I can't, like, people sell us our bulk, their bulk or whatever, and, like, I rip through it and fill up a binder full of trainers for, like, the people that have been playing at Pokemon League and, and the tournaments and whatnot, but I couldn't, I couldn't keep Marnies and, uh, Quick Ball and, uh, you know, incense and scoop up nets in stock if I tried. And mm-hmm. th- them not to put, you know, scoop up net in the trainer's toolkit is like a big slap in the face to a lot of these new players. I feel like they're well, just probably better off buying the, uh, the Calyrex deck all over again. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, you don't get the Luminion, but you get all the other bulk. Yeah, all the, you, not bulk, all the other, you know, usable yeah, trainers. You get, you get the Shadow Rider. Not, you know, not Shadow Rider. Uh, you get the uh, Shady Dealings. I, I don't know why I mm-hmm. gravitated the Shadow Rider. But yeah, Shady Dealings uh, is in there. And those are still a few dollars a piece. So. Ooh, yeah, it's pretty stonks later on. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of known that it's a couple dollar card. So, right, so let's get down to business. Yeah, yeah. Since, you know, we're rambling. Um, we're rambling. Yeah, I mean, we're all excited. It's it's, it's, it's yeah, a new set. Yeah. It's, we're excited. Yeah, we are. We're <laughs> but okay. But no. So, uh, Cal, I, I'm, I'm gonna call you Cal. You know, you hopped in. The, you played in the Gizmo Attorney of Dreams, and you know that's that's a big deal to me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Calvin, man, you uh, you have a a large resume man as long as my arm mm-hmm. you know 
Um, can you tell us more about your background? How'd you get started? How old were you? What what piqued your interest? Did, did, like, did you walk in the mall one day and see like a Pikachu and like, oh wow, Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. I did walk in the mall actually. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think I started around the age ten or eleven. I'm not one hundred percent sure, but it was around ten or eleven. I walked in a mall and it was like an uncle's games, I think. South Center Mall and. Um, I walked in, I bought some Pokemon cards because I've always been like interested in collecting the cards. Like I never knew like you could actually play with them. Like I always was like just buying the cards just to buy them. And like, I would just like throw it in binders and like try to like collect like master sets and stuff. And like this one guy, um, I forgot his name. I think his name was Jim. And he told me there was a local Pokemon league and I was like, okay, I'll come to it. Because, like, I was going to try to, like, find some people to trade some of my stuff with and, like, try to get some of the stuff I was missing. And I thought, like, saw it as a, like, golden opportunity. And then, like, I came there and someone gave me a deck and then I started playing. And then, like, it all went off through there. Wait, wait, wait. Someone just hands you a deck. You came in looking to make some trades. They hand you a deck and they say, hey, play this, kid. Yeah. Someone handed me, like, a theme deck. And then I started playing with, like, some of the other local kids. And then, like, I beat the other kids' theme decks. And then... I started trading up for like the good cards, but like it was kind of a struggle to get the good cards because like I was starting off with like a theme deck and like master set. So like I had like one of the good cards and I was like, damn, how do I find the rest of the good cards? Cause like I started figuring out like you needed like three and four of like the good cards to like play like actual decks and stuff. And then I had to start like trying to trade up and then I had one deck and then I just played that one deck for like the entire like first year I played. Yeah. Okay, so you guys heard me here first. Cal Connor dominating uh, nine-year-olds theme decks. Yeah. He's a prodigy to begin with, just already. Prodigy. They were playing theme decks, too, for what it's worth, but <laughs> yeah. It's a domination, though. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, like, that's that's one of the hard things about, like, getting new people into the game is, like, the the most available thing for new people is literally those those, those theme decks and the V-Battle decks, and, like, mm-hmm. the... I'm, I'm, I like it when they put out, like, that Inteleon or the Urshifus, the Calyrex decks, because it helps out so yeah. much more, but mm-hmm. they need they need that more often, and, like, you, it's just so hard for, like, people to keep that kind of stuff in stock, because once you get you know, allocated and it sells, it's gone, it's done. Yeah. It sounds, like, crazy to, like, people that, like, play, like, seriously and competitively, because, like, I'll have, like, now, like, maybe, like, eight or, like, ten decks and, like, decks that I can, like, cycle through and make different decks, like, whenever I kind of want. But, like, Mm -hmm. when you first start playing, it's, like, actually kind of difficult to get, like, a grasp on everything. Like, very quickly, at least. Yeah, yeah, uh... I mean, like, if you use PTCGO and you start playing on that, like, they give you mental might and, like, these awful theme decks that, like, aren't even standard legal. Yeah. And then the only chance of you playing standard cards is using TCG Live, and it's still a broken mess that isn't welcome, like, for everybody to get into, like. Yeah. Shout out to our boy, uh, Trust Your Pilot, the only guy I know playing PTCGO, (laughs) still. Yeah, the king of the Twitch category. Man, he owns that category. But no, um, you know, I've been playing locally for about three months now. And maybe about a month ago, I ran into a father and son who were, you know, they, they were just at the shop playing. And the guy mm-hmm. came and said, hey, you guys want to hop in this tournament about to fire up? They were like, I guess. And they both had, let's see, dad had bought like a whole booster box of uh, Brilliant Stars. Couldn't stop buying. He wanted to hit the Charizard. Couldn't get it. 
He just kept buying more brilliant stars. So he had one deck built from his bulk, a metal a metal kind of deck with uh, was it Agron Vmax? Oh God. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he and the son both had the uh, the V battle decks, but it was not it's not the ones you're thinking. The dad had a. Uh, I think the dad had Corviknight. Okay, makes and the sense. son had Victini. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course they they didn't do well in the tournament. But afterwards, I talked to him. I said, "Hey, there's another shop that sells singles." Because the shop we were at, they they only sell a uh, product. There's another shop that yeah. sells singles, like literally across the street, you know, down the street. Uh, meet me over there sometime next week. So we they met up that weekend, and they brought the daughter and the mother, and the, they ordered the daughter a uh, the Venusaur V battle deck, and the mother had Blastoise V battle. Yeah. So I talked to him. And I said, "Okay." So we talked to mom into getting uh Inteleon, uh, Rapid Strike Inteleon, and she bought a few of those, and she liked them, some Cheryl's, and we got the son, Victini V, and some more V-Maxes, and some Barrels and stuff, and we got the dad, uh, the dad didn't know what he wanted to play, but eventually he ended up playing, uh, Whimsicott. I'm like, oh, you're about, uh, three months too late, but, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, they're, they're, like, really started enjoying it. It's like, they play, you know, every, you know, every week as a family, and they come out to the tournaments, and... You know, they're really, they're getting better at the game. They're enjoying it. So, you know, those battle decks, those, you know, since there are no theme decks nowadays, those V battle decks, you know, they go by level one, two, and three. Those yeah. things are so big for, you know, to get new people interested. And Subin, if you're working at a shop, I'm sure you, you know, sold your share of those decks before too, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's funny. Uh, I have this one guy uh, that comes in, his name's Chris. And he was, he was one of our collector people that would come in and just exclusively collect. And eventually, like enough of me talking about it and seeing it happen he got into he started playing and he just didn't have anything other than like collection stuff so he he ended up buying one of the corvanite decks and then he wiped us out of like corvanite v's out of the dollar binder and some v maxes and you know just kind of just put it together and just and just started playing uh and eventually he came full circle he started the first full deck he built was jolteon at the time uh he's got arceus duraludon he's got a uh, Dialga V-Star deck, and then the last tournament we had at the shop, he won. Oh, he came up. So he 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 did the glow up super fast. He started uh, from the bottom. Yeah, he started and from the yeah. He's almost here. Yeah, he, I mean, uh, within two, maybe three months max, he's uh, already raffle stomping at the local tournaments and uh, doing all right. So I mean, that was me. I bought the. Uh... The uh, V battle deck with uh, a single strike one because it was so cheap. It was like twenty bucks. I bought that, ordered it online, and I picked up uh, you know a couple Umbreons and the rest. Overall, the whole deck, you know, the make cost me about fifty bucks, sixty bucks. And I was, you know, I was doing pretty well. It wasn't like you know dominating anyone. I was, you know, going two and one, mm-hmm. two and one, one two, one one one. You know, stuff like that. And then um, after about a month into a month and a half, I won a whole tournament one night. And I was like, hey. You know, I'm getting better, so it feels good when that can happen. Cal, when do you, when do you remember that you you know finally had that feeling like, hey, I'm I'm pretty good now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting better. I, I feel good at this game. Um, my first year, I was not too good at the game at all. I was like, there, I think the best card the year that I was playing was this card called Yamega, and Holy I just could not get my hands on Yamega. Like all the like. I didn't know about like online, like you could buy stuff online. And I thought in the place that I went to I only had like one local place. We didn't have uh, singles or anything. So you just had to buy boxes. So like all the people I would try to trade up for these Yamegas and like Dawn fans and stuff, I just could not get them. So like I was just playing like a lantern 
like I, I forgot what it's called. I think it was Lantern Prime. Oh yeah, the Prime. Yeah. Kept losing to Dawn Family Mega decks, and like I wanted the deck so bad, but just couldn't get it because like I just did not know where to get it or like how to get it. So I just kept trying to trade because I thought that's the only way I could get it. And I would try to trade everybody, and nobody would want to trade them. Everyone would want to keep them. Yeah, and then it, it sucks when you don't have a, a place that like really supports uh, the game uh, on that level. Mm-hmm. And then um, I played casually the next year. I think the next like season I played like semi seriously was like the Dark Ride, like Mewtwo type of format. Oh, X Ball. Yeah, oh. and um, I ended up Me making too, Worlds that year and did not do so hot at Worlds or Nationals. And I was like, I'm okay at the game. Like, I've done decent at Regionals and stuff, but, like, I haven't had any, like, good breakout, like, great performances yet. And then the next year, I started testing, like, a lot and practicing a lot and just trying to get better because this was, like... In my head, I was like, this is going to be, like, my make or break year. Like, if I don't, like, see any progression this year, I think I'm just going to, like, quit and, like, do other things. Because I think I was pretty young. And in my head, I was thinking that already. And this year. And then I ended up winning nationals that year. And then I started, like, a lot of it, I think, is confidence as well. Oh yeah, if and people like, are uh, unsure of themselves, they're going to be a nervous wreck the entire time they're playing. Yeah. That's a great story, though. That's such a great story. You you were this close to just stepping away like, well, it's not for me. And then you yeah. turn around and win it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As um, I coach basketball, too, you know, IRL, and there's been times as a coach, I like, you know, should I be doing this? Am I good enough to? You know, and then... You got, you know, you make a good decision, you get, you get a big win, you know, something happens, you know, even a, a fellow coach or colleague, you know, says, hey, you're a good coach. You're like, OK, I feel a little more validated. So that's that's good. Yeah. Man. I understand that. When you're like super, just like you said, if your confidence is low on something, you're going to just you're not going to be feeling it. You're like, oh, I, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. yeah I mean, and then when you yeah. hit like those top players and stuff, it's like when you hit someone you like think is like very good or like and you're like unsure about yourself, it like even if like you still play the game the same way and like you know you go into it it's like i think a lot of it is a mental battle where it's like oh am i good enough like this person's better than you know like stuff like that if you have any advice you can give to anybody listening uh to overcome that sort of fear or panic uh what would you what would you tell them (sighs) one of the main things that i think i did is like I stopped trying to, like, concern myself with, like, who I'm playing and, like, what's going on. Because, like, when I used to play, I used to, like, think, like, oh, oh, my God, like, I'm hitting this player. Like, oh, no, like, this guy's pretty good at the game. Like, the odds of me winning this are, like, pretty low and stuff like that. But, like, if you think about it, everyone has to, like, play the game the same way. Everything is, like, kind of dependent on you. There's a, like, there's a good amount of like luck that has to go into the game. Like, yes, like you could get unlucky, like that could just happen, but like there's a fair amount. If you play the right way and you do the right things, there's a fair amount that you can dictate. And like, if you go in confident and feel like you could beat anybody, you truly can beat anybody. Okay. I mean, uh, it's cool too. Like it's some people that like, are super involved in the game, the community, like, recognize names and faces and whatnot. And then you have, like, people that are like, oh, cool, this is my first regional or my first big event. Yeah. 
and they sit down and play against somebody and they win and they're like oh yeah good game they walk away and don't even realize who they played or who they you know like like they're they're in their own little world like my uh, my fiance emily her first big event was naic 2019 she had no idea that she was sitting across from robin Schulz, like the robin Schulz. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah. then she then she tied uh, and I was like, oh my god, you tied Robin Schulz, holy crap, let's go! Huh? And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, and then I explain, and she's like, oh, that's kind of cool. And like, that's another yeah. benefit too, of like, if you're not connected with everybody, then you have no idea, and like, it's a, I guess it's like a, it's like a yes. superhuman power of like, not knowing. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Subin, for, uh, for example, if I said, uh, hey, Subin, I want you to play basketball against Giannis Antetokounmpo. You'd be like, okay, sure. You know, you wouldn't think anything of it, right? I wouldn't play basketball exactly. in the first place, but. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, just sometimes it's that, that that blissful ignorance of just not knowing, you know, not being connected, not, you know, not knowing yet. Can also, you know, I guess not boost your confidence, but also, you know, keep you from uh, being, you know, a little, you know, unconfident. Yeah. So. It yeah, helps kill the nerves. Yeah, it may not boost your confidence. It may not, you know, make you feel better. You know, at least you're not unconfident because you don't you don't get intimidated by the, you know the name on the paper on the slip sheet. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I think confidence goes a long way in the game. <clears throat> Definitely does. So, moving into worlds, uh, without giving away like you know the leaks, the sauce. Uh, how yeah. are you preparing? Uh, what are you What are you working on? Uh, you don't have to say deck specifics if you don't want to. <laughs> Um, but how do you prepare and like, what's your methodology for getting ready for a big tournament like Worlds? Yeah, I think for Worlds, I think the number one thing to do is to make sure that you're like mentally like ready. Like I think about like the game, like a lot of it has to do with like being mentally prepared. So like if something that I like to do is like whenever I'm about to choose like a deck or something that I'm going to go with. Sometimes I don't think playing, like, like yes, there's always a best deck in format or, like, the most, like, strong deck in format. But, like, I think the best thing to do personally for me that always works for me is picking the deck that you feel the most comfortable with. Because what's the point of playing, like, a deck that you're not, that is, like, the best deck if you don't feel, like, comfortable playing the deck and it's not, like, your style? And, like, I like to, like, make sure that I grind decks and whatever deck, like, feels, like, the best to me and I feel like I can play optimally every game is a deck that I'm going to go with. Okay. So, basically, just don't go in blind with a deck you've never played before. Yeah, so, like, for example, I felt like Palkia was probably the best play for NEIC, but I knew that I had not played Palkia, like, that often, and I knew that Palkia was, like, it's a deck that takes a lot of decision making as well. And it's one of those style decks where it's like if you make one critical error, you could just throw the entire match and lose it. And like going into the week, I had been practicing Arceus the entire week. And the night before, I was thinking of switching to Palkia because I felt like Palkia had a better matchup spread going into the format. But then in my head, I'm like, I know that I can beat six people playing, like, I can go 6-2-1 playing Arceus, like, no doubt. Because, like, I feel like I can play the deck very, like, without making mistakes. And, like, without, like, you you can lose some games just from luck and, like, getting unlucky and stuff like that. But, like, if you know a deck and know how to play it and you're doing all the right things every, like, time, you will be successful. 
makes a lot of sense, honestly. Uh, just being familiar. I say it. Yeah. I say it almost every uh every other stream. It seems like. Subin, what was my go-to deck about a year and a half ago? Oh God, here we go, Gengar Mimikyu. Gengar Mimikyu, and it wasn't <laughs> the best deck, but I knew that deck so well that I was able, you know, to, to do okay in tournaments with it. So you're exactly right. If you're comfortable with something, you know, you know your matchups, and you know your, you know, you just know your deck. Like I say, you you felt confident, you know, saying, "Hey, I can go six, you know, six two one if I need to, or six one two. Yeah, yeah, I felt very confident with Arceus, and like going into the tournament with like with Palkia. I did not want to switch the day before and then be like, I'm going to learn these matchups while I'm playing. And like you hear you hear people say that though. They're like, Oh yeah, I picked this deck up last night and I made day two and I learned as I was playing. Like, you are a brave soul. Yeah. Uh, for for wanting to go that route. Like I I could never want to do it. Uh I yeah. mean, I, I stuck with the same the same fifty-eight cards from Milwaukee to NAIC and like I had I had bad luck, but like I didn't have time that week to play anything else and like get reps in. So I was just like, well, I played it, I'm comfortable yeah. with it. Uh I you know, I really didn't have anything on the line either, so you know mm-hmm. just rocking it yeah, because sure. I, was, I was comfortable with it, so I'm sure if you're like you know playing for a world's invite, if you needed to get like a day two to make world, yeah, I would have just played, played like Intel or something like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed day two for my world's invite, so I I was like I'm just going to play a deck that I know how to play and know I'm not going to make mistakes with, and I'm going to be, I feel very strongly and I feel good with needing to win this certain amount of games I need to get my invite. Yeah, it's uh... we talked um, last week with uh, Nicholas and. Well, not, not, well, yeah, Nicholas, too. And um, also Connor Lavelle. Yeah. And they both were in a situation where, like, you know, say, hey, we have enough points, you know, uh, you know saved up where, you know, we can take a chance on playing something a little more, um, mm-hmm. a little more unconventional, I guess you could say. Fun, yeah. A fun deck. <laughs> a little more fun. So, yeah, when you, mm-hmm. you know, when you know, you know what you have to do. Like, I'm sure, uh, Connor, if, if Cal, I mean, yeah, Cal, if you had, uh, if you had your stuff locked, if you know you're locked up for Worlds. You know, yeah. day two wasn't a thing you had to make. I'm sure you would have played something, you know, a little different too, right? Yeah. I think yeah. I would have took a bigger chance if I had my, like, invite and day two locked up. But I just wanted to play... Because Arceus and Teleon's a very, like, middle-of-the-road type deck. Like, it's not the best deck in format. It's not the worst deck in format. But it's one of those decks where it's very consistent and it does what it does majority yep. of the games. Yep. Yeah, instead of, you know, like, being a psychopath like me and playing Dark Riot to majors back-to-back. <laughs> <laughs> next year it'll be a little bit different hopefully if they give us cups and challenges where i can actually apply myself and grind out an entire season but i can't just do it from regionals a lot i'm not that confident in myself or my abilities so yeah hopefully yeah. They bring back like to get i really more enjoy that. yeah yeah the, the like, cup the yeah. cup grind is honestly like one of the best things uh i can't mm-hmm. wait to start doing that it's gonna be fun but it sounds like those things are starting to no come to fruition again like things are starting to you know you know, yeah, they um, some form of normality now. I guess we could do a little tiny news news update is uh today they updated the COVID policy uh mm-hmm. for premier events and they removed the the vaccine mandation. Yeah, I've seen that. Which is it's on it it's it's weird because uh I've seen so many people on Twitter this week say, Hey, I tested positive after NIIC. Yeah, yeah that's true. COVID. You're right. COVID from the IC as well. 
Yeah, I mean, the whole Plexus thing being next door and they're like anti-COVID vaccine policy and they all ran around without masks on all weekend, like, that definitely doesn't help help matters being that close to two big conventions side by side in the same center. But they, yep. they did they just in the same week, you know, they just lifted it up. So, here you go. It's kind of yep. funny. You're right. I maybe it's because of where Worlds is with it being in London and yeah. like laws are, are different there. Like I know I think what with what Liverpool regionals, they did not force the vaccine mandate there either. So yeah, okay. it may have something to do with like laws in England um, in general to where like you can't force people to have that to enter an event. But again, like laws and rules are changing all over the world day after day. I don't want to get like political on this because this is a Pokemon podcast, but we're definitely still in weird, uncertain times. And then for them to just it's, say, yeah. hey, you know, let's let's gather Let's gather a few thousand people together, but oh yeah, by the way, you don't have to be vaccinated anymore. Like that kind that that's kind of unnerving, honestly. Especially like I said, seeing everybody post uh that they they tested positive this week. Yeah. It it might have to do with uh like you said, the fact you know, the fact that for worlds, it has to be. Gotta be connected to that. Yeah. I wonder if it'll uh revert or change after worlds uh or if they just do away with masks altogether eventually too i have no idea that's yeah that's maybe all... lean in the next season to, uh maybe it'll be you know more normal more i don't know maybe you know masks will be optional at that point who knows yeah i'm sure we'll get more information about the next season uh hopefully before worlds but also like at least around that time when do uh seasons usually start back up uh august oh so right after worlds Literally right after? I mean, uh, Worlds is in August. so Yeah, I think it's the 19th. Yeah. So usually, like, the, the new seasons start then. Maybe it'll change, it'll shake up. Um, we'll see what happens, okay. ultimately. I'm okay. not 100% certain on what's going to happen. I don't think anybody is this time. I mean, like, they Yeah, waited. I don't think anything's been announced yet. I think they're still waiting to announce the cups and, like, what the system's going to look like as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to get going, man. I can't, I can't wait, man. You're going to see me at a... Uh... Someplace. I don't know where. Yeah. Be somewhere, uh, though. I mean, hey, don't forget we sell Gust of Wind merch. Uh, so that'll help pay for Gazer's trips to the East Coast if you want to meet Gazer. East Coast. Get some uh get some Gust of Wind merch. East Coast yeah. like Missouri? Places like that? I mean, they 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 do um uh, what what is it? Uh Collinsville, Illinois, which is basically St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. Uh every There'll year. There'll probably be some West Coast regionals too. Yeah, they Let's did. Go. I mean, they did Salt Lake. Uh, maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll Cali. see Cali or I'm something. I'm talking real West Coast. I'm talking about California. I'm talking about Seattle. The real West Coast. Too. It's, I mean, they, they've done Portland before. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Who knows? I mean, yeah, they, we've they, had Seattle regionals before as well, but with the whole gambling laws, I'm unsure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> But no, um, Las Vegas regionals, <laughs> Las Vegas, Florida, right on the right on the strip. We're going to regionals in Vegas. Oh my god, that'd be a nightmare. That'd Imagine be an absolute I want to bet on Zul GG. I want to bet on Luke Morrison. I want to bet on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bet on Silly uh, to get the day too. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm betting on Calcon. I'm betting on Calcon to get the day too. That's what I'm betting on. There but no, go. um, so whenever the new season starts, that's gonna be amazing, man. I'll be excited for that. But um, Cal, what are your thoughts on this past season? It was a weird year for sure, especially for you to jump b- right back into it, you know, after uh, 
getting out the you know the last few years of that. But how'd you feel about it? How yeah? How did it make you feel? What, what just thoughts? It was a tough situation. I think I needed <clears throat> like three hundred and three hundred and almost eighty points for my invite, I believe, or something of that nature. Because I got sixty, sixty, and eighty. 200 yeah i needed 300 points for my invite i believe so like i knew it was going to be tough but going into the season i was very optimistic of getting it but like the season has been very weird also with the day one day twos back when i used to play as well we didn't do day one and day two we just did a like one world and then they did like a grinder where, like, people yeah. would, like, try to grind in for their invite. So, like, this day one, day two thing's a little bit different for me. And the whole international system is also different because we did nationals. Like, it was kind of unheard of, like, when I used to play for, like, foreign players to go to the other, like, nationals and stuff. Like, your nationals were supposed to, like, just be, like, your country and stuff like that. So, like, the internationals have been, like, really cool. I went to the NEIC. It was my first, like, internationals. And it was really cool. I really liked the atmosphere. Like, it's very more competitive as well because, like, you have, like, the top players from every country coming. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we had that with Milwaukee, too, because they are just week to week, like. Because they were just there. Yeah. They mm -hmm. were like, oh, well, we can come for a whole week and a half and hit two major events. Uh Yeah. Yeah, I remember like uh, it was 2016 was the last Nationals, and that was in Indy or Columbus. I don't remember. I have the play mat wherever it's at. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, it all changed 2017 with the uh, the yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, they also yeeted cities and states at the time. And yeah, I, I really did like states. I, I wonder if we can get something similar to that back in the future, uh, especially with how hard it is to travel flights getting canceled every left and right you look. So maybe that'll be one of the things that comes back with the potential of the new season. Yeah. If, if not come back, then something similar to it, like, or just more regionals that are smaller or whatever. I mean, that, that'd yeah. be fine too. It's been a very Florida. weird street, like season with the whole COVID and everything, because yeah. like, the world was in a very like weird spot and Pokemon was in a very weird spot where they had to like kind of shut down the season mid season. And then like you have the topic where it's like the age up seniors, like how, how does that work? Cause now they're like a lot older than what they were when the like pandemic started. Yeah. So do you play them in the senior division and let them finish or do you just move them up to the masters? And then how does that affect points and travel awards and day two invites? Yeah, it's it's honestly just been a mess. Uh, I'm I'm glad going forward that things will just make more sense. Hopefully, uh, yeah, the, the next year. Yeah, and then I mean we've had a lot of like seniors that aged up this year that also cheated and got disqualified. <laughs> yeah, so it makes you wonder how how they actually were so good as seniors too. If uh, it just went on all this time and went unnoticed. Mm -hmm. At NAIC, there were six dis disqualifications, which yeah. is insane. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's the highest, honestly. Is it? I think so. I don't so. know. It's got to be up there. That's yeah. That's that's definitely a record, if not like or like tied for one, because that's 
normally we hear of like, oh, okay, this person got DQ'd at SLC. Okay, that, and I think that was the last time I heard anything about a DQ at all. That's uh, true. In the, in the season was, was that. S- SLC. That was, that's, that's so long ago. That was like March, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot all about that. And to go all the way until, you know, end of June. And then all of a sudden, oh, six players DQ'd. See you later. Have fun. Like one and day. Up to them. I yeah. mean, they, they cheated their way through. You know, who, who knows what else they cheated their way through? And then they're like, all of a sudden, it, you know, catches mm-hmm. catches up to you. Who knows? It's gonna suck too for the people that played them and like lost to them, like at the nationals. Because then you think, like, you know, did I just get cheated against? Like, did I not catch it? Like, you know. Yeah. Did that? Did they palm a boss on me? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, and. I mean the the amount of money that some of those players have also walked away with, uh, yeah, to get caught after the fact, like that money's been paid out. That sucks. Like everybody mm-hmm. got robbed. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about uh, Salt Lake City. I oh, know you didn't, Cal. You did. You did really well at Salt Lake, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You got thirteenth. Uh, yeah. uh, you played mm-hmm. what Gengar? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, Gengar was a very good meta call for Salt Lake. But then after that, Urshifu started popping off, so Gengar <laughs> was not the play anymore. No, I mean, like I think every event that you've uh, you've you've made day two on uh, this season, you've played a completely different deck. Yeah. Uh, what's what's part of your uh, metagaming process? I like to see what's where the meta's trending and see what the deck to beat is. And then play a deck usually that beats that deck because most people like to play the deck that like is the most like popular deck and the deck that's like the best deck. Like going into Salt Lake, Mew had just like dominated Australia. And going into the tournament, everybody was saying how cracked Mew was and how amazing Mew was. And then Gengar dominated Salt Lake. And it ended up winning the event too, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it was uh, Drew Kennett, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Two different builds again, guard too. Yeah, Gengar, you, you played you, you played uh, the the Houndoom build, right? You played yep. it, you played it with uh, Gabe and um, oh, I can't remember who else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ended up playing Gengar. It was it was a pretty good call. I ended up hitting nine Muse. So oh wow, yeah, that's. <laughs> So that time was out. Fun. Wait, time out. Ring that back. Reverse it. Hold on. You hit how many Mews? Nine. How'd you not win the whole event? That's just that's free matchups the whole just the whole it way was through. Free matchups. Nine out of fifteen <laughs> rounds, I hit Mew. That's just you should have won the whole thing. What are you doing? Where'd you screw up at? The only issue with gang, I lost my win it into Xander that um to that tournament. Oh, well, that's that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I was that's, one win. I've lost two win it in the top eight so far this year, which has sucked. But like, it makes you feel like you're so close that you have to just keep going. You'll get there, man. You'll get there. <laughs> you got this. Yeah, at uh, Salt Lake, I ended up losing the last the last round before I could tie it in to Xander. Xander ended up winning me, and then he just tied his last one into Top Cut. Um, he was playing Arceus and Teleon, and I was playing Gengar, which is not the greatest matchup, but it's not terrible. Yeah, like, you can hit that 280 if you need to, Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, you can't, like, fear and panic your way there either, versus me, where you just get two attachments down and just eat them up. And you take off, you just, yeah, you go to the races. 
Salt Lake, everybody was playing Mew. There was a lot of Mew at Salt Lake, from what I remember. I remember day two, I think I hit three, and day one I hit six. Yeah, that's 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 really good. Being able to just yeah. farm farm that weakness to get there and, and have it take you all the way. Really, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> so I like with with how Australia had an all Palkia top eight. I'm I'm kind of shocked that we didn't see like something crazy other than I guess flying Pikachu really come out of the out of yeah. the gates for every other event. And it just shows that like Palkia is super strong and like it's very yeah. resilient too. What I do didn't you... want to play Palkia because I thought that like there would be a counter to Palkia <clears throat> that I'm just not thinking of. Yeah. But like whenever I... there's just no strong electric attackers that really thought Palkia. Yeah, I mean even like in Japan, like they have Magnezone uh yeah. B Star and it's not doing anything at all. Yeah. So no one listens to me, do they? I, I gave you guys the answer like two weeks ago. You put Raikou in one of your Palkia decks. You had an Aurora but, energy. But, you're then you're, you're, but you're just trading a two for one though. Yeah. Like you're just Don't you're just trading like, a two for two. Yeah. But Raikou's just it one shots it, no problem. They have to be able to one shot me back. What okay. if they can't? They do, because it's got two hundred HP. But what if they can't? But they can, and they do every time. Maybe. Because you're only knocking out one Pokemon. They still have a bench full of five. You you probably have a bench full of, like, two or three or four, so they just get there. Okay, that does it. I'm taking uh, Palkia Raikou to uh, my locals tomorrow night. <laughs> All right, when you, go O3 dro- when you go O3 drop, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> No, we um we're waiting on something good for the, on the electric side, and it's not going to be Magnezone V Star. That's not it. No, it's 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 weird. And like Pokemon Go could have been something that they put a lightning attacker into. They, yeah, and they didn't. It would have been like the perfect opportunity to shake up the, like the world's format completely, but they didn't. All right. Yeah. It's 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 rough, like to, because now we have to wait until Lost Origin, and even then, like the best thing coming out of that now is probably gonna be Giratina, and it it will be, and it I mean it doesn't like handle Palkia, but it you know it might trade better. Yeah, Palkia is really it a trade. It doesn't handle the trades better. You're right. If you like look at like how well Suicune Ludicolo did, and how good of a deck that was. And like Palkia compared to it is like insane. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it just way better. Being able to recur all that energy, uh yeah, all the abuse, uh you all the different the variants. Combos. Yeah. Yeah, you don't... And then you get back your energies it's, and then like it's that beast ability, right? Is that <clears throat> that's especially with like combos like Cheryl and stuff, it's really good. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, yeah, you share one and you just, uh, oh, let me use my uh, star portal and I'm good to go. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I, my next deck I'm going to build IRL. What I'm playing right now is Reggie. What I'm going to build you know, next time IRL is uh, I'm going to go Palkia Ice Rider. I have all the pieces for it. I just haven't put it together yet. Um, shout out to our boy Senior Doom. He's, he has a couple builds he likes. And he's trying to determine which one's the best. And I said, you have to go with the uh, Inteleon engine, right? Because he has one with, uh, with Beavers. So no, it's got to be Inteleon. It has to be. I think I'm gonna go Palkia Ice Rider next, but like you say, I, I and I like Suicune too. But you guys are exactly right. The uh, just the uh, the versatility of Palkia 
set, you know, separates it from Suicune. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of those decks where it's like it is okay with going first and second, so it makes it stronger. And it's one of those decks also where it's like you're playing like a bait game with your opponent where they can't bench multiple things, so it hurts their game. So it's like, yes, it's just so strong. Uh, anytime you can keep your opponent from doing, you know, whatever they want to do, or not even what, you know, just limit to, you know, make mm -hmm. it have to decide. Okay, is it worth putting this other sobble down? Should I bench my uh, Radiant Greninja now? Should I wait? You know, should I scoop up the? Anytime you have your opponent second guessing their own actions and not doing everything they want to do, you're doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. Especially because those cards become dead in their hand as well. So, like, if you have like an extra sobble or an Arceus like in your hand. And like you're at like the perfect map where you're like barely escaping like a knockout on your uh, Arceus's, you just can't drop the other one. You have to just mm -hmm. hold it in your hand, and it's just a dead card at that point. Yeah, and then you can't Love shade dealings, you can't evolve, or yeah. you don't have another Love Pokemon to accelerate your energy onto. Yeah, it's it's very punishing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then they have Roxanne. <laughs> it's it's a very punishing tech. Yeah. Being able yeah, to have all, all of those things, it's insane. Powering it I'm taking that deck to uh, <clears throat> I'm taking that deck to my locals tomorrow night. No, I'm not. I'm taking Reggie. I'm lying. I can't leave the Reggies alone, man. I just can't. Don't do Reggies. It's it's a trap. I played Reggie from Milwaukee. Three local tournaments with it recently. <laughs> I took in second in two of them. So I, I'm what I'm so I'm almost winning all of them. And it's it's mm -hmm. it's good. I played Reggie's for Milwaukee, and I think that's the worst event that I've had this year so far. I started off 5-0, and then oh I ended God. up 5-4. and four. <laughs> I lost four in a row. Oh, man. You're yeah. like, hey, I'm, I'm doing it. It's happening. Like, I, I'm okay. going to do it. My matchups were like this. So on the, on the fifth game, I hit a flying Pikachu. I somehow beat it with Reggie's. And then on the sixth game, I hit another flying Pikachu Then I lost. And then I hit a Duraludon VMAX. Oh, you don't beat Duraludon at all. Oh, That's yeah. It. It's a big auto loss. And then I hit a Palkia, and I just I was just missing stuff. Like, that matchup it was very winnable, but I just kept missing, like, choice belt, like, key choice belts and key things that I needed. So I mm -hmm. ended up losing that series. And then on my last game for points, because I was like, okay, I could just win this last one, get some points, get my invite, like, it's fine. I hit another Duraludon. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh. The, the deck is the deck can miss, and there was um, I had a free matchup one time against Mew, and I missed, miss, 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 miss. In the first game, I got blasted, and I came back the next game, you know, blasted him, and then we tied the third game. Mm -hmm. But um, if you miss, you know, a matchup that's more that's so favorable, it just it, it, you struggle so hard. I'm like, mm -hmm. I should be winning this. So I understand. I've beaten Palkia almost every time I played it, but, you know, I, I know if I ever whiff, I ever miss something, I could struggle. So, yeah. the beauty of that Reggie deck, though, is the fact that they're single prizes, so here's your chance, you yeah. know, to, you can fall behind a couple prizes. And it gives you extra okay. turns, but sometimes Roxanne's very punishing against that deck, especially if they play Temple Sinnoh. Oh, it's, it's, it's more so oh, yeah. Roxanne. It's uh, Sinnoh, so temp, temple, temple Roxanne, GG's, you're done. Your goose yeah, is cooked. I've been Roxanne multiple time. times, I've been okay. It's the, it's the Temple. Mm -hmm. Once I get templed, I'm digging, you know, looking for another stadium. I run four stadiums now. Um, oh, I struggled okay. against Palkia this past weekend. I won the last two, but the first one I struggled because I, I was in I'm in command. I'm in control. Reggie, uh, Reggie Lecky, Reggie Lecky. I'm, you know, I'm just going, going. And then, they, uh, like you said, they rock sand me. And I'm like, okay, I got two cards. I'm fine. You know, I had everything I need. And then Temple Sinnoh. I'm like, wait, what? 
Yeah. And I discarded two of my stadiums. One was prize, the other one's in the deck. And yeah. I had like a research, whatever. You know, the Roxanne didn't hurt me. And I still had Reggie Drago to draw a car. Roxanne was fine. It was at Temple. So I'm digging, I'm looking, I'm searching. And I'm whiffing it every turn. Every yeah. turn. And I, I lost the first game. That Temple is punishing, man. Temple's tough for the deck. And then draw it on, I, I don't, you just probably can't beat it. It's just such a tough yeah. matchup. Not at all. Dude, yeah. I remember when you played uh, Trek and Teleon and you ran into your auto loss. You ran into Whimsicott. Yeah. Whimsicott. You're like, yeah. oh, um, yeah. If it, wasn't for, if it wasn't for all the hype that Whimsicott had, I think that was my tournament, man. 100%. Like, if I would have hit the, all those Arceus and Urshifu decks at, at, uh, at Indy, uh, yeah, they can't one shot me and I just heal and I two shot them and I can do it all day long. Uh, it, it's the it's the musical from uh, uh, all the Avengers stuff. I can do it all day. I can do this all day. Yeah, this is just like Luke <laughs> Cheryl. Uh, but yeah, then you know Whimsicott popped its little fuzzy head up and ruined my plans. Yeah, Whims was a very hype deck coming into Indy. I remember that I played Mew, and I made sure I had training courts and double psychics just so I could beat Whimsicott because like. Wims is, like, Wims is very was very good for like that specific meta for yeah. the um for EUIC. I think Frank hit a lot of Urshifu. Oh, he had he had to have he had to have. Um, I I, I put like unfortunately I I put like forty hours into that that rapid strike mm-hmm. and Teleon deck, and I'm like at this point. And then like it popped up, and I'm like, oh, this is next week now. Uh, I I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna play it anyways. I'm just gonna play it anyways, like, and yeah, it it kind of screwed up everything. But whatever, you know, I still had a good time. I mean, once you mm-hmm. once you're that far deep into, it, you had to just go and just go with it. Yeah, you know, it yeah, it's it, yeah, it that, happens. You put in forty hours to test that much, and you play that many games, and then all of a sudden, Whimsicott becomes a thing. Just one deck that just hard counters you. you yeah, you know, and it's it's a week before. You just you gotta go with it. Maybe. The silver bullet from the vampire hunter. <laughs> just ends ends my entire dream. Yeah, I told you the guy from my locals who just started, you know, really playing. He uh, he was, you know, he we built his family's deck and everything like that. So what were you gonna play? I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna look online and you know look for a few. So, you know, he he texts me and I send him a few places. I send him a a few uh YouTubers and content creators. I send him the Limitless website, you know, and he found Whimsicott and gravitated towards that. And I'm like, well, bro, you're about you're about uh, four months too late, but okay. And he's sticking with it. He's trying to make it work, but it's not working for him. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't have that uh, that same surprise power as it did during that that little bit of a window of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday it could pop its head back up, depending on where uh, the format the goes over the yeah. next. Yeah, as long if it as long as it's relevant and standard, it might have a chance someday, but not at the current moment in time. Mm-hmm. Poor, poor Whimsicott. Poor Fluffy Ball. All right, let's do some stonkages. Stonks. Well, I have one more question for uh, for right. uh, Cal. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Cal. Just uh, real quick, we we were all just this is probably our first podcast because you know you're like one of our boys. You know, we know you from a Twitch and everything. You know, hanging out mm-hmm. in our streams. It's probably one of the few podcasts where we just feel like you know we just we're just talking and shooting the breeze. We talked a lot about Pokemon Go and some of the cards we're interested in. Do you feel like any cards from this set? Will make its way into worlds, anything like that? Someone's gonna sneak something in, gonna make a surprise splash. I think Blastoise can. Wait, so you're a so you're a big fan of Venusaur? Yeah, I don't I don't know if Venusaur is great yet, 
I think it's a sleeper. I think it could be good. Okay, okay, okay. I'm unsure though. I'm okay, I I'll know Blastoise is good. I was about to call you out so hard, <laughs> man. And, oh my gosh. Okay, I'll give you that. I but don't you think Blastoise. I think I mean Blastoise then you have to choose between Blastoise or Greninja. And Steuben, given depends. that choice, what would you choose? Between Blastoise or Greninja? Most decks will yes. most decks will pick Greninja, but yeah. I think Blastoise has a place in decks that are focused around Blastoise and Yoga Loop and like Damage manipulation. Yeah, I, I, I would say in a, in a, in general, Greninja is is just like the go-to for most decks. But if you can figure out where Blastoise is going to go and like how to execute it flawlessly, I think it's probably the perfect the perfect one for yeah. whatever instance. Like if, if, if it didn't if it didn't say guy. if it didn't say water energy, I could honestly see it being like the perfect Samurai partner. Like yeah. if, it, if it just said think... discard any energy like Greninja says and put two damage counters down, I, you would see that with Samurott and Samurott would be solved. Now, you know, back in my day, Samurott used to be a water type Pokemon. I'm, I'm an older, you know, Pokemon guy, but, you know, back in my day, it used to be a water type. Not this darkness. Yeah, hello? Hi. Yeah, I cut out, sorry. You're good, you're good, you're good. You're good. I'll, I'll edit it out. That's fine. But but I had a good joke at that point. I mean, I I could, I I, I can get it taken care of. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, I, I, my joke got it has to be in there, and I, I, want, I need a laugh track in there too. No, no, no. I have to I have no. to I have yeah, to make sure we don't get canceled first. <laughs> I think Blastoise is good because it's water, though. Because you can just go, like bucket, grab two waters, go like. Blastoise, scoop up net Blastoise, and so yeah. it just combos really well. Yeah, water honestly is like come from the back as like now it's like the best type to be. Yeah. Um, so I don't think water was that far off, was it? Was it far off? It was <laughs> like maybe a top. You just do melody with it. Yeah, we'll have to we have three, play it out. We have to play it out and figure out like. The, the right list and the right methods and the right mm. sauce, but it, it's definitely doable. It's obtainable. It can be done. It can be abused. I don't think Pokesauce is bad. I think the Turbo decks can really use it. Yeah, I don't know where uh, where that'll fit in ultimately too, though. So I don't think it's gonna pop in any world's mm. decks, but it will be used somewhere. I'm, I'm I mean. Unless uh, Sander comes up with something random. Who knows? Oh, also the Snorlax. I think Snorlax will find a way into it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, oh, yeah, block. Block. Yeah. block is back. Block. Yeah, Block has always kind of been a a, a big deal when it was uh, relevant in format back in the day. And then, like, now this one has more HP. Yeah. It's, got an, it's got an attack that actually can attack. Uh, versus you know plasma energy or whatever like we'll see we'll see what happens uh, with with Snorlax doing his there fat. will be a control deck with Snorlax most likely yeah Snorlax maybe Pokestop like you said it's just too good what's the loop now it's a uh, team yells cheer cheer and a uh, um Silene, Silene right yeah yeah. Yeah, you can lock something active and then just like Silene Palpad loop the entire game. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I might see, see it. itself in worlds. 
It could even honestly be the same. Yeah. He he could honestly build almost the exact same list, and if he can figure out how to make block work perfectly in it, it's probably even better than it already is now. Yeah. So instead of the Snorlax that draws the cards, just put the Snorlax with block, and then just the exact same list. Maybe. (laughs) Yep. That could be the the sauce. I'm sure Sander will find a way to make it work. Yeah, no, he's definitely like one of the few big brains of control, so I I definitely believe yeah, it'll yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody said control was dead this format, but then you turn around and see this past weekend what happened, and here we are. And every YouTuber and yeah, content creator and streamer's been playing it too, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're loving it. I tried, listen, hear me out. I'm not trying to say, you know, I, I had the idea before, but I tried that, but I tried it with an Arceus build, and it did not work. I tried Arceus, mm. and I tried, you know, to power, power up the Mewtwo, and I was like, hey, I can heal off damage when I need to, or I can, you know, mm. drop, was it 16 damage counters? Whenever I feel like it. And it all seemed like such a good idea, and I went, like, two and four, and I was like, nah. So I tried the, the Mewtwo mm. VU, and it just didn't work out. Did we lose, uh, Cal? No, yeah, I'm back, I'm back. Okay. All right, there we go. Don't leave me like that. I get I get lonely when you leave. <laughs> All right, Sue. So I think you got some songs for us, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not really like buy this or don't buy this. Actually, it's a don't buy this. Don't buy into pre sales. I, I hate having. I hate yeah. having. I hate having to give this speech every every release on the pod. But don't buy into pre sales. Don't pay. Uh-huh, let me, wait, let me go get your soapbox real quick and don't, turn on the uh, music. Don't pay fifty dollars for Radiant Blastoise. Don't pay a hundred and fifty dollars for Alternate Art Mewtwo V. Don't, don't pay. Don't yeah. pay for pre-sales. Give it a couple days. Was- give it a week. Wait, wait for people to crack these packs. It doesn't come in a booster box, so it's gonna probably a little be a little bit slower than compared to you know Brilliant Stars and Astro Radiance. Yeah. But just for the sake of stonks, don't make me make a YouTube video about like an overpriced. <laughs> v card or something don't make me do it i don't want to do it we've done it before we've same song and dance i don't just just please please don't please don't buy pre-sale prices on tcg player this message brought to you by steuben (laughs) no so i didn't you said blastoise is going for 50 bucks yeah there's on tcg player today there's there's one for 50 dollars as like the lowest listing like we've seen the radiance come out of the you know astral radiance packs left and right give it some time give everybody a week uh let everybody crack these packs and i'm sure i'm sure it'll be a maybe three to five dollar card depending on how the hype ends up being same with the charizard maybe charizard will be a little bit more it's a shiny charizard it's always a big deal it's always charizard this charizard that uh but just don't don't be an idiot don't overpay for these cards (laughs) I, li- I like how blunt and frank you are. Just don't don't be an idiot. <laughs> okay, so for my end on stonks, and what this segment is, if anyone's just tuning in for the first time, um, we choose a couple cards that you know are either gonna you know we think we're like gonna spike in price, you know, physically, IRL, or you know, playability wise as well. Um, Subin didn't pick a certain card this time. Subin decided to go with uh, just don't buy into the pre-releases. Just just don't do it. <laughs> Buy product at MSRP if you really want it, but just don't don't buy a single card. Uh, super crazy. So, 
Yeah, wise ones to live by. And you said right. I made the mistake when um, Astro came out. I bought freaking Radiant Halucha because I thought that was going to be a really good card, and I thought it would be hard to get your hands on. And it turns out some boxes get two or three Radiants a box. And that's not even the Radiant that I should have really went after. It was Radiant uh, Greninja I should have been after. And even then, it's like $3 the absolute worst end. Mm-hmm. So, just not. So, I, yeah, I feel dumb about that one. But no, I'm going to touch on the playability. I have a, a couple cards. Um, one of them may shock you. The other one is going to be like, uh, no duh, Gazer, of course. Um, one of them is a DTE. I feel like we're going to see a lot of decks that can really utilize a double turbo energy coming up. Um, you know the Zoroark, uh, the Zoroark single single prize deck that you know, you know, you, that, it's people try to make a thing that doesn't work. Yeah, I think Zoroark's cool. I think it's very interesting going into this set with like Pokemon Go, especially with the Snorlax or Snorbro or whatever it's called. Yeah, the Slowbro. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. yeah, the Slowbro. Slow yeah. So I feel like just based off that and the fact that Slowbro comes out, um, even more V V. Uh, V Pokemon can use that DT. I feel like DT is going to see a, you know, we're going to see more decks with DT in it for whatever reason. I know Palkia is everywhere, but I feel like DT is going to come up out of some, out of nowhere for apparently. You know, we're going to see the more decks. I feel like and the other yeah. card. Hear me out. This one's a little uh, like the first, like the DT was like no duh, Gazer. This was like Gazer for real. Um, Cramomatic. I can see decks running Cramomatics now, just you know, getting rid of cards they don't need at, at any time. And if you get lucky, hey, you get whatever cards you want from your deck. And I can what see that partner with uh, the Pokestop uh, Stadium, you know? I mean, because you're just getting items, though, and you're discarding everything else. Like, what if you discard the card that you want to search for? <laughs> okay, have, I mean, that's to... like that's like worst-case scenario that happened. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> law of averages, it's going to eventually. That'd be so funny. Like, okay, if I get this cram, I can go get my uh, my DTE. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, there's no way to recur those at the current moment, really, so... Uh, we have uh, Roseanne, hello. It's a supporter, though. Like... Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you know, I just, I feel like uh, Cram's gonna see some place somewhere. It's, it's in random decks. Well, not random decks, but just randomly indexed, I mean. So we'll, uh, we'll see. I might be right, I might be wrong. I was right about Duraludon, so. Art. Well, like, it's already feel like pretty unpopular, but like, I feel like Arceus and Palkia are going to go up just because the decks are so good. It's like, it's powerful. Arceus's ability is probably like one of the best abilities like in the game by far by a long shot, and then Palkia is just so strong it? that I don't see the price dropping. Yeah, I mean yeah, the, I just, the, I see the price, the price, dropping for the those. prices of uh, Arceus V Star like they dipped a little bit, but they're not like cheap by any means. Still, they're still like yeah. 20 twenty-ish something. I think at bare minimum. We talked about this before. That's probably one card that won't just won't see a dip in price until it rotates out. Yeah. That card's gonna see a lot of play, you know. So, I think that was the biggest dip that we're seeing. Like it was, and like maybe my sleeper one would be Dark Ride V Star. I don't think Dark Ride V Star is too bad. Like I think there's like decks and ways to get it going, and being able to grab three items out of your discard at any point in the game is pretty good. It's two. It's just for two. 
They're like there you go, Steven. Yeah. Dark ride. I, 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 I'm I'm gonna try. Dark main. Are you changing your mind about dark ride now? No, Steve, no, no, no. I'm I'm trying to work on a different uh, different list uh, and try different things, but uh, I still like it. I think it. Are you it, liking the wheezing in it? Wheezing no, it? I haven't. I haven't played with the wheezing yet. I want to try it, but I haven't. But it only counts the energy on the wheezing itself. It doesn't count mm -hmm. all of your energy, so it only counts energy on the wheezings. And that's like yep. that's the thing. It sucks. Is like if you don't go crazy hard, it only doubles like you know two or three energy total. Like eh, you could just have more everywhere else if you focus your list more consistently instead of having to worry about evolving into a stage one that just has to sit there. You think you need to add maybe a second baby Motraz? I've already done that for sure. Yeah, I haven't got the play of it yet. Uh, mm -hmm. I saw Israel Sosa's list, um, and he whiffed. Oh, dirty. He, yeah, he whiffed uh, uh, the winning in for day two at NAIC. So I'm going to try his list out and see how it feels. You said he whiffed yeah. it? Yeah, he whiffed the winning in, yeah. Uh, oof. Mm. Yeah. I don't think Blissey's too bad either, currently in the format. I think that Blissey's like one of those decks where it's like, it can be teched against, but like, when it's not teched against, it can just like overpower decks. And like some decks that just can't hit the mill tank, just like they just fold. Yeah, they can't hit it. They can't get anything up. And meanwhile, the, the bliss is building up. And about time bliss is here, it's just one shot and stuff. It can it can be a problem. And we've seen that. We've seen that in uh, Milwaukee. It can be a problem. Yeah. If you're unprepared for it, if you just don't have the right cards at the time, if you don't have the boss's orders at the right time, if you don't have a escape rope at the right time. Or if they I, love, I do love to see though. I love to see uh decks when they charge up a freaking Babero and they're like, okay, I'm gonna attack with Babero. <laughs> I love to see that. Yeah. I mean I've done it before too. We've all been there, but I mean it's think about how desperate you have to be. Like, okay, I'm gonna attack with Babero and flip this coin. Here we go. Yeah, and if you get heads, they can just hyper pot and then catch a DTE and then just wipe away the, yeah. all the damage you just did. And you're like, well, <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> oh yeah, that's 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 always super rough if they have it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's do some Q and A. We only got a couple so far, uh, so if you're curious as to where these questions come from. We are live on Twitch, Twitch.tv/StubenST00BEN. Sometimes we'll be on Gazer's channel if and when he gets this new computer. Um, well, it's it's going to be here one day. But yeah, we uh we have some Q and A questions from the chat. Uh, <laughs> this one's from Bags. Why is so Mewtwo bad. V Union the BDIF? I think that I don't think Mewtwo V Union is the BDIF. I think it's very strong, and I think that nobody really knew what the deck was trying to do at NAIC. So, like, you can catch a lot of people off guard with it when, like, you try to beat it with like different tactics. Like, I think most like stall decks usually try to Eldegoss like loop you. So, like, when they don't drop the Eldegoss and you're sitting there like waiting for it. And it just never happens, and then they start pal padding, and then like side leaning. You're like, "What is happening?" I guess that's true too. It could throw someone off. I when I was watching it unfold, and someone mentioned like, "Oh, uh, Mewtwo V," you know, I, I already like, you know, because I, I messed around with it earlier. I already knew it was, you know, like, "Oh, you're gonna do this, this," and you know, I kind of had an idea. But the side lean and the, the yell chair kind of threw me for mm -hmm. a loop. I was like, "Oh, mm -hmm. wow, that's great!" But I already knew what the, you know what the plan was with the Mew, with the Mewtwo. But uh, it can if it, it catch you off guard. It can catch. It can uh, really uh, take you aback. Yeah, if they get that Mewtwo uh, rolling and it's like the only Pokemon on board, they can just they hit you. You just heal two hundred. You heal two hundred. You heal two hundred, mm -hmm. and you keep doing your loop. Like it on paper, it's uh, it's solid. I mean, it was probably the best 
deck in the tournament for NAIC, but I don't think it was like uh the I don't think it's the best deck in the format. It's definitely like up there, like tier two, uh probably. Yeah, maybe I'll give you that. I'll give you that because I mean it was the only like shocker, uh the sho- only shocker deck really. Um. Yeah. And like, yeah, sure, some decks can one-shot it, but can you also avoid all the the hammers and the disruption and everything else at the same no, time? No, they recover their hammers yeah. with the sign lean, they get yeah. more hammers, yeah. and do you have enough energy to outlast it? I was watching Azul on stream a couple of days ago, or yesterday, and he was playing it, and he was playing against Duraludon, and Duraludon, you know, can tank damage and can deal damage, you know, 220, 220, and it's more than, you know, Mewtwo could heal off, so eventually, you know, the map should add up to you do well, right? But Azul would just grab a hammer... And then he'd flip the tails, but he'll solid one back and then get another hammer. And eventually, Thrallandon just ran out of fighting energy. And there's nothing they could do about it. So they're just sitting there like, now what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's just better in the hands of better players at that point in time. Like, from what everyone said and what everyone's seen, like, it's been all over the ladder on PTCGO. But, like, can, mm-hmm. I, can, I, can even half of those players play it right? And I know that sounds awful of me to say it, but, like, that's, that's, that's not true. a deck that anybody can just pick up and play. By any means. It's true. You have a fast car, but can you drive it? <laughs> you have a jet, but who's the, who's mm-hmm. the pilot? Can you pilot this deck? Yeah. I mean, Super, if I gave yeah. you Gengar Mimikyu, like that, how well do you think you would do with it? Uh, I'd throw it in the garbage can, Gazer. Okay, moving on to the next question. <laughs> Our buddy Drago of uh, the Forkhead. He says, from the leaks so far, how do you feel about the next set, the Lost Zone stuff? The next, the next set looks fun. I'm excited for the Lost Zone to return because it's basically the Pokemon version of the grave of a graveyard deck. So, mm-hmm. uh, long question short. Uh, what do you guys think about the Lost Zone? About the, so, what we've seen from a Lost Origin so far? It's weird. I think it's they... really go cool. Ahead. Go, ahead. Used... go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I think it's really cool. I used to play back in the day when like they did Lost Zone and there was like Lost Removers and like the Lost Zone was like implemented like a lot into the game. So I think it's really cool that they're bringing back past things that like used to be like very popular in the TCG. Yeah, I mean they brought it back uh, in uh, right. yeah with uh, Sun and Moon a little bit with like Lost March uh, and stuff like that, Lost Blender and all that kind of stuff. The Prism Stars going to the Lost Zone afterwards to remove them from play. I mean. Mm-hmm. Who knows if they'll continue it again? Like it might be a one set wonder kind of thing. Um, we've got a whole set named after it, so I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, it has lost in the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, we got the other stuff from uh, Sun and Moon. We had what two sets with it? Ish. Or was it three? Maybe it was three. I mean, but yeah, they, none of those had lost. You know what? Well, there was there was Thunder, huh? Never mind. Well, yeah. Okay, never mind. I retract my statement. They had they a couple had cards sprinkle yeah. sprinkle through. Like they gave you, there were a, a lot of it in Lost Thunder, and then like yeah. throughout the remaining little bit of that block, they gave like one or two cards per set. Like eventually, they gave that uh, that Cottony, the Whimsicott, the Fairy type ones. They they put they printed them with Lost March, but it never made a difference or anything. <laughs> like mm-hmm. so, too far, too late, most likely in most of those situations. Yeah. And I feel like that'll be the case here. You know, this one set of most mainly focused on it. Then we'll get, you know, bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. I was trying to think of, you know, yeah, now, yeah, lost. Yeah. Because I mean, technically, this is, this, this is going to be what, the 11th uh, Sword and Shield set. So technically, there's only one more afterwards. So 
where does it all wrap up? Because I mean, we're gonna get Love Scarlet. It. We're gonna get Scarlet Violet probably February or January or something like that. So they'll be moving on. We're not gonna to get a set for that, though, are we? We won't get that set till February right, or whatever. Be. Yeah, whatever the whatever. Scarlet Violet's month. coming out what November? So yeah, you're right. No, it, might it, be, yeah. it, won't, it won't come out in November. It'll come out in um, February most likely. Closer. I'm talking about the, uh, the actual video game. The video game comes out in November, yeah. November, right? So yeah, yeah. so it'll probably come out yeah. like yeah, January because that's what yeah, Sword and Shield did the same thing. Sword and Shield dropped in what November, and then the set came out that January, February. Yeah, yeah. you might be right. So who knows what'll happen with the uh, the Lost Zone and Lost Origin and whatnot? We haven't seen everything yet uh, from Japan, but I mean, Giratina definitely looks to be uh, <laughs> a good contender in the format for sure. It's not a matter of, of it being good. It's a matter of like what who's gonna break it and like what becomes the norm for it. That um mm-hmm. that V Star attack. If you what does he have to have ten cars in the loss zone? Automatic knockout, is that right? I think something similar to that, yeah. Yeah. If yeah, that's gonna be pretty good. And then the regular attack, lost zone two energy and then just hit for a two eighty. So now you're shot one shotting V stars. You put a belt on uh, it, you, you hit three ten, that's the magic Mew number. Mm-hmm. Take out Mew, you take out what Jolteon, maybe? I don't what else is what else has three hundred HP? Other V Maxes have three hundred HP. We can maxes. Every V Star. Yeah, you take out every V Star, no problem. Yeah, you take out every V Star. Every V Star with a charm. You one shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see being a thing. I, I think that stadium is gonna be a uh, major, the one that uh instead of uh, putting him in the discard pile when you knock him out putting him in the law zone. Mm-hmm. Imagine you're you're you have your uh, Palkia active and you have a couple energy on it. You know you haven't used your V Star yet, but you know you're saving it for next turn. And then the Garatina comes out and they bunch the stadium and they hit you for two eighty. Palkia is gone and now it's in the law zone. Mm-hmm. This and now that it's, what's it's the gone. what's the yeah. what's the what's the Pokemon that has the ability where it's like oh when you take your prizes they go to the law zone instead. Oh uh uh uh, uh Barbarical. Yeah oh yeah Barbarical yeah that's insane that's. That's kind of scary. If they set that thing up and you start taking prize cards, uh, you you don't get anything. Well, when that comes, when when the next set comes out, I gotta stop playing Reggie because imagine that Barbarico out there, and then I take a prize. Okay, I prize my Reggie Kickers. Let me. Oh, it's gone. You're gonna have to be playing a lot more Hisuian Heavy Ball. <laughs> I need it now. Get those things. You, get those things now. out of there while you can. Exactly. Peonia stonks. I guess at that point too. I need them right now. Hurry. Oh man. Yeah, I think that wraps it up. That's everything in our little itinerary here. Is that correct, Sue? Yeah, we're, we, we've, we've done everything. So uh, now, basically, at this point in time, the floor is yours, Cal. You can shout out anybody you want. Uh, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, have at it. Yeah, I'll shout out the Shuffle Squad and all my teammates and stuff and all, like, supporting me throughout these tournaments and stuff. And, like, all my friends. Because, like, I came back to the game relatively, like, not too long ago. And, like, hanging out and seeing all my friends every event has like been like really one of like the best parts of like the events and then um if anyone wants to find me on twitter i'm at uh calvin connor 12 i post on twitter occasionally it's usually only about pokemon stuff though but uh i'll show my family and my girlfriend there you go right on can't, <laughs> can't do it without them Don't yeah that time you're in the gaze of eternity of dreams too Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'll shout out the Gazer Bean tournaments as well. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> we got the Cal Connor official stamp. That, felt, that felt so forced. <laughs> that felt so forced. 
the best tournaments out there. The Gazer Beam tournaments. He's he's, he's, he's up in the tournament. He's gonna clip this and just like play it over and over in his head now. So my, my headphones just listening. Just all oh, Cal. No, when Cal <laughs> hopped in the tournament, you know, I've, um, he played really well in that tournament. I started realizing who we were. I'm like, oh, he's good. I'm like, oh, he's really good. You know, and I was like, oh wow, he's good. And then I was seeing other streams and stuff like that. And you, you know, you had my back, man. I would get timed out in the various other streams for no no apparent reason. I'm just walk into a stream and get timed out, and you're like, hey, Gaze is a good guy. Leave him alone. I'm like, oh, Cal. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> See, I appreciate you for that, man. Um, uh, real quick before we wrap this up, Steuben, congratulations! You got to meet uh the real Sunny Games. You got to meet John. What was he like in real life? How much hair does he really have on top of his head? Uh, he's got what you see around the sides. No, uh, we hung out for a few hours and did community day, and uh, we ate barbecue. Uh, he he joined Emily and I for lunch. Uh, so it was it was a good it was a good time. Uh, the barbecue was really good. Um, it it's it's weird because like he and I have been very close online over the past year and a half. That like it just just we just just clicked IRL too. Like nothing nothing That's different. Up, and he's like, oh, wow. He's, and then he said he said it in his stream the other night. It's like, yeah, Stupin's actually normal, uh, in person compared to how <laughs> he is. Because I mean, I I go into a stream and just say like the most ridiculous stuff. Uh, yeah, I expect that from you. What was, what was he expecting? For me to be that, that be like be like that IRL, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's that I don't I don't I don't walk around and say like stupid stuff like that in person. Come on, I ha- <laughs> can't do that to myself. A reputation to live with. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can I can harass him in his stream, and that's fine. I can harass you in yours. That's fine. No one else no one else knows about that other than the people that are there. So it's we're, we're Gucci. <laughs> but no, when I saw that picture, I was like, I was, I was so jealous. I'm like, ooh, I felt like that Squidward meme again, where I'm like looking out the window and you and and Sunny are, you know, running around outside. I'm like, I want to run outside with Steuben and Sunny. Nobody <laughs> clipped this, by the way. That didn't sound right. Taken out of context, that's that's gonna sound so bad, isn't it? And you've dug your own grave twice today. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why we have you for editing. This is perfect. This is. Anyways, let's get on out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much, Calvin. Thank you for joining us, Cal. Much appreciated. Good luck at good luck at worlds. Knock them dead. Don't 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 kill anybody. That's you know. But you know, (laughs) knock them out. Take them. Take them. Take those prize cards. Gazer, stop while you're ahead. We've been killed by Calvin Connor. He knocked them dead. I have to. I I gotta. I gotta edit that out now too. Oh my god. (laughs) Come on, this is funny. All right. No, Cal, man, thank you so much for everything, man, for the interview. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah, you do really well at Worlds. I'll be, I'll be watching on uh, your, your Twitter account, you know, waiting for your post. Like, come on, come on, Cal, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> yeah, man, congrats on uh, that invite and everything else. Uh, Stu, I think we're, we're done here, aren't we? Yeah, let's uh, skadoosh until next week. Uh, but that's it from us here at the Gusto Wind Podcast. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, don't forget to leave us a review. It really helps push this out there. If you're watching this later on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Let us know uh, if you like what we do. Uh, also, you could buy some merch to help pay for Gazer's inevitable inevitable travel uh, for regionals uh, next season. Uh, links links in the descriptions uh, on all the episode platforms and the YouTube video. And as always, if you ever want to catch us live and ask the questions that we ask in the chat on Twitch. Come hang out with us both on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash stupid or Twitch.tv slash GazerBeam2K. He'll host it again eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get there. But in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll do it from us. 
again a big shout out to cal for joining us uh and uh yeah we'll see you guys uh next week take it easy peace peace we're out